0: Get me a drink now. Here are your hosts, Craig and Cam, and their wacky views in drinks, life, and maybe information? Hey guys, and how are we doing? It's Tiki Central Canada, and it's Craig uh, Stevens. Uh, Yes, we're ready to go. We're actually live here at the Earl of Sussex, here at 431 Sussex Drive here in Ottawa. And this is actually special segments we're doing of interviews for the Made with Love competition, which is here in Ottawa on April 1st at the Culture Building, from 5 p.m. to 11 p.m., it's actually a, a sort of a bartender competition that's going to be here locally. That's a national competition, and I also have my co-host Paula. Hi. Yeah. she's a little out of the weather today, so uh, you know bear with her. Mm-hmm. There we go. And we also have a guest bartender who's going to be at the competition today, and that's Sheldon. Sheldon, how are you doing?
1: Good. How are you doing?
0: <laughs> Sheldon had a rough night, so he's uh, you know he's he's drinking back the coffee. He's pretty strong. The bartender right? life. There we go. Yeah. So
1: tell us a little bit about yourself, Sheldon, and where you work. Uh, my name's Sheldon. Uh, I work at Rabbit Hole. It's a new bar. Opened up about three months maybe now. And where exactly uh, is that, just for people in Ottawa? Uh, Sparks and Bank Street, basically. Okay, cool. Uh, so as soon as you turn on Sparks. School spot is two levels. So upstairs is like a kind of a more of a dining, not dinner, but like a dinner service kind of cocktail-y kind of vibe. And then downstairs, it's like a cool little lounge area. Uh, so we focus on cocktails, we have oysters, kind of something for everyone, which is kind of a, a nice thing to ha- have about it. It's like anyone can kind of, we don't really have a t- typical market, It's like you can show up in a sweater, you can show up like after work in a in a jacket, it's kind of, it's nice about it, it's kind of something for everyone, so. It's very versatile. Yeah, yeah it's a nice little very spot. Very nice. Something is it Coke needs. or Pepsi?
2: It is uh, Coke. Yes! Yeah, I it's I can good go there. Coke okay, time. so she's going to be there. I will. <laughs> I, I will come visit.
0: And I have to say, I've noticed now, these bars are now serving oysters more often than Ew. <laughs> What is with that? It's like this. Uh, I know what's the word I'm looking for. Aphrodisia. Thank you. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, yeah. so It's a, a the good words. date
1: night spot at Rabbit Hole, so it's nice we have oysters there, to be honest. So it's fun. Uh, there we
0: go. It goes. It goes with the cocktails, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Cool. So we're gonna
2: ask Sheldon some questions here. Paul, if you might want to ask him one of the questions we have on the list, there, go ahead. I do actually. So, um, Sheldon, how did you start bartending? And did you see it as a career or are you just like trying to get somewhere else and just bartending for the time being?
1: Well, I love bartending so it's like I don't really see myself leaving. I mean, right now at least if something comes up, it's like I'm always down for opportunities, but how I started, I guess just being in the industry and I just guess it's like you just follow the kind of a the, the process or the next step the next step you go from like busing to serving to bartending I eventually got there and then uh, started like at Moxie's went to Spain for a bit bartending in Spain oh
0: there you go and a little then, international uh, there yeah. yeah and then I
1: just kind of came back and just started bartending in Ottawa and then never looked back really it's a fun awesome. spot it's, it fits my lifestyle so I'm a f- like I like to bartend so it's like work isn't work when you're having fun Especially if
0: you're not a nine-to-five person. It doesn't, yeah. Yeah. Bartending is a good thing. So, yeah, and you just mentioned Spain. So did you bring anything back from Spain, like kind of to uh, add to your bartending skills?
1: Um, Well, I worked like a... Like a beach cocktaily place, so yeah, I there you know, go, cheeky. Yeah, it wasn't very. It wasn't a whole lot of cheeky drinks? It was right next to Bees actually. It was in Mallorca.
2: Oh my God, Palma de Mallorca is one of my favorite places in the world.
1: Yeah, so it's <gasps> just just outside there.
2: The beach, the beach literally is oh, like wow. the sand looks like um, flour, like the that white cake flour. Wow. It's um, unbelievable. Smokes. It's this. It's the smoothest uh, sand I have ever touched in my life. I That's love that insane. place. It's beautiful. It's okay, gorgeous. Okay, well now I gotta go.
1: Okay, um, sorry, continue. <laughs> Balmant, like,
2: Palma de is fantastic.
1: I, I don't know. I, the thing I brought back the, from Wesley, or maybe like technique-wise, is I can yeah. bartend really well hungover now after that. Oh, <laughs> no! Um, <laughs> so it's one of those things where you're just, it's like every day, every morning, because it's like a day place, of course. So <laughs> oh, every morning God. I show up at 10, and they had a pool, take a swim in the pool, and then get ready to work. And it's like, you got to do it every day, six days a week in the sun. So you kind of get patio weather down. Like now, sun time in Ottawa, it's like no big deal for me. I'm like, ah, I'll serve outside. It's, no worries, you know? I can do it hungover in the sunshine. It's like I'm used to it. So it's nice. Oh How old are you? I'm 26 now.
2: 20, he looks younger. Oh. Wow. So, okay. The alcohol <laughs> is like conserving The alcohol is like
0: conserving You know, yeah. it's like the, the, uh, tapping the Admiral there. He's preserving himself in Rome. Can I there. ask
2: him another question real yeah, quick? Yeah, go for it. Did you, did you learn any specific like drinks? In in Spain, in Spain oh, that question. are very yeah, different question. from
1: here. Um, so they make some drinks a little different. So say all mojitos are done with uh, seven up there. Really? So, yeah. And there's a couple of things I've been making drinks and then I put it out and then someone's like, no, that's not what it is. I'm like, I, I guarantee you, that's what it is. Like this is the right drink. And then because it's just differently made here versus there. So there's a few of them. So sometimes the servers get like a little backlash and like, no, like make me the right one, like the proper Singa- not Singapore, thing. What's the girl that? No, what's the one with shoes? It's like a Shirley Temple. Oh, Shirley Shirley temples are different over there. So I was like, "Oh, I made your Shirley Temple," and they're like, "No, this isn't a Shirley Temple." So it's like kind of like those things, (laughs) (laughs) kind of a little bit different. But you learn different different styles of drinks too, a little bit. I want to say so you come back and it's like, hey like i know like someone asked for a specific drink and you can kind of a twist on it that they wouldn't expect here in canada because like they, around the world they have it a different way exactly so and kind of i've d- seen that too yeah. and that,
2: that gives you an, a little edge like also and and a little yeah advantage well, we, on the competition in the bartending doesn't it
1: yeah you work with different ingredients too like over there we had like kumquats and a couple of our drinks that you don't see like ever in uh, especially in ottawa they're very very rare here i find to see in cocktails Cool. But over there you get things like uh, passion fruit and guava and like uh, kumquats and all these like, kind of things that are a little more like just a bit more rare here. Yeah, which yeah is it's kind of cool. It's like Brazil.
2: Oh, there you go. It's okay, kind of cool. like Brazil. Nice, but nice. nice. I'm Topical. from Brazil, just so you know. So there we go. I, I have a very <laughs> different perspective on drinks.
0: So this is—is is this your first time doing the uh, the Made with Love, children?
1: Yes, first time competing. Okay. So,
0: so you, you said you were there last year with Chris, right? Yes. Chris okay. Who actually is a, uh, is a friend of the show, by the way? Um, so, what are you finding when you're doing this show? Is it more, fu- sorry, the event, If you finding it more fun oriented or are you finding it more of a pressure of competing?
1: Um, I'm not really scared about competing or worried about that. It's just mainly it's just the pressure of finalizing a drink. Uh, I thought it was going to be a lot easier to get a good one, to be honest. And then uh, that's the main stress right now, it's just like getting something good. Because then it's like, oh, the, the show's not till the first say, but I have to have my drink ahead of time and it's like now I'm scrambling like last minute and I'm like can hey, I finally have a drink it's actually
0: today yeah. yeah
1: and then it's like <laughs> oh so I'm on my way here and then someone's like you need to submit your name of the drink also and I was like oh I don't have a name so I'm trying to think of names while I'm driving so it's like that's the most stressful part is just kind of like finally everything ready to go yep. once once it's ready to go come comp- competition day like I don't think there's gonna be any stress either. that's just a kind of a fun zone there yeah exactly yeah
2: okay so I have a question go for it what's your favorite cocktail to make and then your favorite, favorite cocktail, cocktail to, have. to have?
1: Good question. Mm. So I like making what you want to drink. So that's what I always say to guests. They always come in it's like, "What's your favorite cocktail to make?" I was like, "I want to make a drink that you want to drink." So really, it's whatever kind of you want. Um, now, I always like, uh, I find stir drinks are easy to make because it's less uh, less shoulder work, you know. Like to be Negronis. Honest. Yeah. And oh, martinis. that's my dad's
2: favorite. My dad's favorite is Negroni. Yeah. Every bartender so far,
0: since I've been the, the interviews we've done so far, been Negronis. Yeah, that's <laughs> my
1: favorite, too, I think. Yeah. But the stirring drinks are fun. You can, get, like, you can stir a bunch at one time, get a couple spoons going. You can see what you put in your, your mixing glass easily. So sometimes like, when you're building a bunch of tins at one time, you're like, did I put that in there already at one time? If you're doing like, a bunch of different ones. So stirring drinks are a little easier for that point, too, I find. What about drinks to have? What are your favorite drinks to have when Ooh. you're not working? Uh, except for what you had last night. So
2: <laughs> He doesn't remember, yeah, for sure. <laughs> that's <laughs> it, Yeah.
1: I like Negronis, too. They're probably one of my favorites. Uh, if I want like a refreshing drink, it's like a. have been crushing the daiquiris lately. But, yeah, probably Negroni is like my go-to. I used to hate Negronis. My first one I had, I'm like, I can't drink this. By the time I had finished it, I was like, oh, I need another one of those. I'll have a second uh, Negroni. <laughs> <laughs> That's just how they work. They kind of grow on you after after one even.
2: I don't know. I find I find that Negronis are very specific, though, because I find what do you mean? when I go with my dad, Yeah. Um, to different places, and he orders his Negroni, yes. usually it comes not to his taste, and then he has to tell the, the bartender, well, okay, listen, I want you to put two of this, one of that, I have no idea what he's talking about, because yeah. I know nothing about drinks, yeah. but um, I find that he's so specific with his Negroni. Yeah, if you're a connoisseur of a Negroni, or uh, an old-fashioned, or Manhattan, you have a very
0: specific gin, example, in this Negroni situation, a very specific gin that you want them to use you know
2: what? I'm just using any old gin and he wants like two doses of that and then sweet vermouth yeah i don't and campari I don't know. are the other yeah. two yeah yeah exactly yeah. I just it's know. supposed
0: to be actually a 1 1 1 ratio but some people want more gin than campari and sweet vermouth some people want more sweet vermouth than campari than gin right i guess Sheldon in some ways
1: like it's it's all customer oriented right yeah i go 1 1 1 I think back in the day there were two one one, so that's where a lot of people get it from. I don't really know a whole lot about the history of Negronis, but my dad's probably British, a back in the day taste, kind of guy. Yeah. Yeah, you know, yeah, exactly. Yeah. But my late night drink is tequila ginger ale, so that's what I was Uh-oh. drinking last night. It was the best. I know it's a it's a rare thing not people put those two together, but they're they're really good. I find for like a, a well, bar sure, at drink. the end
0: of the night, anything's pretty good at the end of the night. <laughs> it's
1: true. So about this event, so what have you learned so much about this event
0: so far? I mean, this is your first year you're doing it competing on your own, but you did it last year as well with Chris Howe. So what did you? Coming from the event last year and even this year, what have you learned so much from about the event that you can kind of tell people
1: about that you uh, learned from it? Okay, well, the event, I think the event's amazing. It's like everyone who loves cocktails is together drinking cocktails. So it's like there's no better spot for a bartender to be other than there. Now, what I learned from it, I learned that uh, preparation is key. There's a lot oh, yeah. you, you got to make a lot of cocktails. So your little mise en place and just having everything ready to go and uh, easy and, like, things in arm's reach, it's, like, for me as a bartender, I learned so, like, a lot from there, because it's, like, when you're banging out like, 300 cocktails in, like, in, in a night of, like, the same thing, too, it's, like, you just got to make sure everything's ready to go at all times. It's like, you can't be looking around for things. Yeah, um, exactly. And you have to be consistent, too, and, like, each drink has to taste exactly like the last one, right? Yeah. So it's hard. So, that's, like, I, I just think preparation is what I learned a lot from it, and uh, just how to have fun at work, too, right? Like, this, the events are meant to have fun, even for uh, competitors, too, so... I know me and Chris last year, we had, a, we had a great time. It wasn't like we were busy, of course, a little bit stressful. But once the judges go by, you just, it's a big, big, big party. You're just with all your oh, friends. Yeah. You're just having a good yeah. time. And just, you just learn how to have fun while doing what you love. So,
0: Well, exactly. So for Chris House, actually, Booth, it was actually a tiki booth. So he actually did a spin-off on a zombie. So, of course, if you're in tiki world, then it's all about fun and relaxing and have a good time. Yeah, for, for sure. sure. Yeah, yeah.
2: Do you have, uh, Sheldon, like specific ingredients that you like to use in the drinks that you make? Do you have a specific favorite? I always put love in them. Well, love is my favorite to put in a drink. Made
0: with love. That's exactly. right. Oh, uh, Sheldon. Oh, God. So, no, so actually, is there some cool ingredients that you kind of, like, use on a regular basis that you feel like those are the ones I like playing with?
1: That's Not not necessarily. I mean, I like using like anything like either fresh or whatever I have there. Like uh been working on all like pineapple juice lately. I love fresh pineapple juice. I find it's just like in a drink, it's go. frothy by uh, itself. <laughs> Paula hates pineapple
2: no, juice. No, I'm allergic to pineapple. Oh, it's not that no. I hate it.
1: Yeah, um yeah. it's all good, it's all good. I just like I like uh not, like that's nothing I always like, gravitate towards. Yeah. But I find if like you make like a good syrup or something like that, you always like kind of use it until like it's gone, you know. It's like hey, this is what I like. Yeah, even things that don't work, you're always trying to force it in because it's like it's like your go-to thing right now but yeah there's not really maybe one like necessarily ingredient that i always go for i just go for like what it's fresh and what i'm kind of feeling like in the moment right right. like what i'm working with or where i picked up a new something it's like hey we just got in a box of blood oranges and you put blood oranges in everything
0: cool So, so at the rabbit hole what are the some of the cocktails and food you guys have there
1: we're What's revamping our cocktail and food list, like, this week. Yes. So I'll give you a little, maybe a sneak peek on some new things that are coming. Oh, there you go. Um, nah, for you listeners out there. For Well, food right now is what we have. is so we have pork belly, uh, crispy pork belly. We have, like, some... Uh, some like tuna dishes. We have oysters. The pork belly, I, c- I can't talk enough about this. It's so amazing right now. I literally try and eat one every shift, and it's like they get told not to. They're like, you have to slow down. Because we walk in for a Saturday night shift, nine staff members eat a pork belly. Next thing oh, no. we have no more pork belly for the night. So it's like one of those things they told us to slow down on it. But uh, the chef, uh, he's created a new menu. I'm not too sure what he's doing for food-wise. Yes. But for uh, cocktail-wise, uh, we all got together, and we, uh, the bartenders we're creating a new list of about, uh, I think it's like eight new cocktails. I think for the new craft menu, there's some cool things going out there. There's like a cool daiquiri spin off, a couple of cool like rum old fashioned kind of spin offs. There's a.
0: Nice. Now, are you guys doing it seasonal. So, in other words, what I mean is that you're going to have like a winter menu and then a summer menu because obviously, when you talk about ingredients, fresh ingredients, it's kind of hard to get some of these stuff during the winter. And yeah. some of the ingredients actually sell better in the summer than they do in the winter anyway.
1: Yeah, for sure. Like blood oranges, I don't think are going to be in season anymore. So, we have to, we originally were going to plan to have those, cancel those guys out. But uh, yeah, for sure. This should be kind of a summertime menu. Uh, we have two patios at Rabbit Hole 2 opening up. Oh, um, nice. Because there you go. Our basement goes under Bank Street. So we actually own a Bank Street patio as well and a Spark Street patio. Wow. So it's going to be a, it's definitely going to be like a summertime menu. And we're going to have like a out, out, outdoor bars as well that are kind of cool, like a bar on the patio. You can get like a little summertime feature at like mojitos or whatever we have there. So we're still kind of planning things out. There's nothing concrete yet, but it's going to be like a summertime fun menu for sure. That sounds like an awesome place to get to check it out
2: for sure. I, I think so too. I Yeah, I'm we'll have to go
0: with it for drinks. Just make sure you don't put any pineapple juice in the uh, in, her in, in my No drink. pineapple. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Or yeah, alcohol. Or alcohol. alcohol. <laughs> oh, she, <laughs> I know,
0: it's funny, she selling she does a cocktail show and she doesn't drink alcohol. It's I don't, funny. Mm, it's I'm hilarious. learning to with, with <laughs> Craig. <laughs> that's it. Craig's the one that's
2: teaching me to drink. There we go. Pretty soon <laughs> well, I'll be well, an alcohol. Don't
0: make it like it's my responsibility all of it a sudden. Is. <laughs> it's totally your it's responsibility. Also. So, so I if something goes astray
2: go for it. Are you self-taught, or did you go to, like, a mixologist school or something of the sort? Well, I don't think I'm, I'm necessarily
1: 100% self-taught. Like, I do read a little bit, but I think you learn from other people the most. So, like, I used to bartend with Chris Howell. He's kind of like a little mentor for me, too, especially, like, he got me kind of into cocktailing and stuff like that. So uh, he, like, taught me a lot of stuff. And then you kind of pick up things all over the place, So like, hey... Uh, everyone's kind of everyone you work with knows something different, so you always learn new things all the time. And then you you learn a bit by yourself too. But I think it's uh it's not necessarily a school, but I think your your bar behind the bar is almost like a school. Every day you show up to work, it's like you're For always sure. learning a new thing. Yeah, someone's always there to teach you something, even if it's a guest. They're always like, Hey, have you had this drink before? And if you don't know it, they'll tell you about it because it's their favorite drink. They want you to make one. So yeah. even then, it's like a guest can teach you something. So it's kind of nice.
2: I actually do have a favorite drink, and I've never seen it here in Canada yet. Oh, which one is that? It's a Brazilian. It's a very famous Brazilian drink that is not a caipirinha. Okay, like we talked about before. Um, okay. Yes. And it's not made with cachaça. It's actually made <laughs> with vodka. Yes, okay. So basically, it's... Um, Caprioska? No, no. Caipiroska is the same as caipirinha, but with with um, okay. sake. No. Sake, ah, okay, uh, isn't it? Sa- Wait, Skypiroska is with sake. Oh. No, 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 you're right. Skypiroska is uh, with vodka, yeah. and Kapisaki is with sake. Ah, yeah. so
0: what's the drink you're talking about? that The, the drink missing? that
2: I'm talking about is, it's called bachida de coco. So it's basically Probably it's coconut. Probably because we can't pronounce it, that's why. No, bachida g <laughs> no. <Yeah>. coco. So <laughs> coco is coconut. Okay. So I love, I love coconut drinks. Well, and then so you're this one is um, coconut milk, okay. um, sweet condensed milk, yep. and vodka. Oh, so
0: well, we'll have it at the bar. We'll have that tiki bar for sure. Yeah, oh, oh, that's okay.
2: that. And I usually, when I make it, yeah, I put like a lot of ice in the blender. Uh, uh, and then I make it like in a um, frozen style. Oh, okay, okay. Like so, a slushy, like yeah. So it's okay. like a slushy, and it's it's it has like a almost milkshakey. Yeah texture it's very good for girls and it's very good for poolside like it's Just fantastic
0: for listeners out there for the summertime there you go
2: you get girls drunk so easy with that why are you promoting that i don't understand not. that I'm guys not. can get drunk too
1: you can get guys drunk also
2: yeah it's true because it's super <laughs> no, but she's, sweet so talking about girls getting drunk all the time well <laughs> that's that's because <laughs> girls usually get drunk easier
0: than guys so Sheldon, is there anything you guys are doing specifically for the booth, like the theme of the booth? Because like I noticed, I talked to some of these bartenders, and you're doing themes. It seems for the booth itself.
1: Yeah, I don't want to tell you too much. But okay, it's, well, no, it's going to be unreal. Okay, It's gonna Ooh. a lot of. Uh, I got a lot of help with it. Um, I uh, I have some connections with a lot of production people, and they're going to make it. Uh, Connection. They're going to make it a really cool booth.
0: Well, because like, see, so I went to, and this is a discussion I just had with um, with Corey there, actually, in the last interview, is that. I went to it last year, and the booths were pretty well just standard, like, you know, tables and whatever. But it seems like this year, there's, like, a lot more emphasis on decorating the booth and the theme of the booth. Like, someone's making a tiki hut for one of the bar, uh, one of the places. One of them's making, putting, bringing trees in so it's, like, a forest in front of their booth. So then you have to go through the forest to get to the, the booth. Like really? It's, oh, yeah. These wow. guys are getting super elaborate. It's, like, this seems like this year, it's going to be a lot of themes like the drink's the going to be the
2: less of our worries. Um... Well, no,
0: the drink is like the kind of like the, th- the booth is actually theming around the drink. You get, wow,
2: you
1: get judged yeah. on your presentation. So between like how your cocktail is presented and your booth kind of plays a part of that.
0: Yeah, and it so. just seems like this year everyone's just taking one step up from last year. It's just insane. It's, it's going to be great.
1: So my booth is going to be basically your, your Tiki and your Jungle times four. <gasps> oh it's going to be unreal. Ooh. I, 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 I it's, I'm almost like I want. am excited about it, but I'm like I'm so excited. It's like it's ridiculous. Like I almost want to just go and like hang out and just watch it happen. Like I don't. Exactly. I, I don't yeah, want to yeah, be yeah. in my booth. I want to see like everyone else like outside the booth. That'll so
0: be I me,
2: sweetie. There Good. we go. <laughs> well, we're actually, we're <laughs> gonna t-
0: We're, we're going to be there, Tiki Central Canada, and we're actually going to tikify our booth. Okay. So it's going to be like totally Tikiified. So it's going to be great. So okay, cool. So that's it could be a, So yeah, you can you can see Sheldon at the uh, Made with Love competition. He'll be there, and we'll, we'll check out your booth by the way when we're there for sure. And that's on April 1st. That's at the Hugger Culture building at uh, TD Place here in Ottawa. And that's April 1st, Monday, 5 p.m. to 11 p.m. And uh, we'll all be there. So come and check it out. And if you have any questions about uh, Sheldon and the rabbit hole, you can definitely come by Tiki Central. We'll have some information on him and the building. And, uh, yeah, thanks, thanks for all for coming in, of course, and filling in uh, for co-host and uh, Sheldon for coming in as a guest. Yeah. Sweet.
2: So well awesome. then, will I be able to try your drink or will it have pineapple? N-
1: it's gonna have uh it's gonna have pineapple. <laughs> Shoot. <laughs>
0: you're gonna have to make a, a separate sorry. little batch I so d- separately.
1: <laughs> I didn't wanna I didn't want to tell you, but it's got pineapple in it. So There gee, you go. You're have oh, to no, gonna have to, you're
0: gonna have to skip like that one. That's but. okay, because she actually had a, a drink at my house when we did the last episode. I actually, had pineapple, and she was fine. Oh, so
2: I didn't,
1: we I didn't know, die. You never slow know. Never or anything. I can always just give you like a shot of rum on the side. Oh,
2: Lord, oh, maybe. Oh, there you go. And then, and then I don't do anything That's else. she be again.
0: <laughs> yeah. Don't forget, she she does have to do a radio show with oh, us. Oh yes.
1: Well, <laughs> okay. <laughs> I'll, I'll mix it in with some with some uh, Coke. There we go.
0: Oh. Okay. <laughs> rum and Coke. Here rum we go. And Classic Cuba cocktail. Cuba libres. That's my Cuba cocktails. That's
2: my fiance's favorite. Oh, there. Rum and There we
0: go. Okay. All right, folks, we're going to head off there, and we'll see you at the show. All right. Bye. Bye Bye-bye. Well, I don't know about you, but I got informed. Guys, hey, guys, where's my drink?